Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her natural ability to be compassionate and empowering, which allows her to support women in seeing their greatness and to realize their full potential. So I am super excited to introduce Dr. Michelle R. Wells. Now, Dr. Michelle is the founder and CEO of Courageous Voice Academy, home of her signature program, Bold Voice. Now, Bold Voice assists professional women who feel unfulfilled or stuck in their life to rediscover purpose and passion, realign with values and strengths, and reset to move from where they are to where they want to be with confidence. Now, Dr. Michelle is the author of her devotional journal, My Ramblings in the Silence, and is currently writing her newest book, Bold Choices, which empowers women to communicate in courageous ways by overcoming the limiting mindsets that can confine them and guiding them to the freedom to take the lead in their life. Well, welcome, Dr. Michelle. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you, Wendy. I am so excited to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just love how you're helping those you know, those professional women, those career-oriented women to really tap into their greatness so that they can create the success that they're striving for. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Absolutely. We women have so much to offer, and sometimes we just haven't taken the step to do it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm helping us all to be the best version of ourselves that we can be and be fulfilled. Nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful work. Definitely love that. So, and, you know, always top of my question here is for me is well, exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own business? Well, I started this right after the pandemic kind of started winding wow. down a little bit, but okay. what I was finding in my own career was that it was good. But I always say good is the enemy of best. And okay. so there was still some more in me that I knew that I wanted to to offer. And I recognized that just in my daily interactions, I oftentimes had conversations with women who just needed to be empowered and needed to be encouraged to just go and do the things that they were passionate about 
And so really what prompted me to start moving forward was just that my own stirring within myself to say, hey, there's more, there's more people to serve, there's more people to help, just step out and do it. So I had to push through my own fears and just step out and do it. And so uh, I did that. And when I did that, I've found that it's been extremely rewarding. Wow. So you were in a career that was eh, ho-hum, you know, you're successful, but it's not really feeling your your full potential there and realize that, you know, there's definitely more, but that you are also what I'm hearing aware of a lot of other women who are feeling kind of that same sort of barrier that was, they were not really going for what they really wanted to be going for, but were kind of stuck. And so, so it sounds like you, you, you jumped in with this vision and obviously a lot of life skills and, and really leaned into this level of work very specifically in terms of women empowerment. Absolutely. And really the work that I've done over the years has prepared me for this. And so I feel like not only do I have the natural abilities to encourage and empower, but I also have some of the skill set that we all need, I think, to recognize those barriers within ourselves that hold us back. And Mm so I'm, I'm using both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you are, and were your best client and blazing the trail and then realized, you know, that, Hey, this, this is exactly what so many women could really benefit from. So, yeah. So you started this business. It sounds like right on the tail end of the pandemic. So has your business mission or vision evolved at all over the past few years? It has. Um, I really started out focusing on uh, women in the workplace, and that is still, for the most part, my focus. But what I realized was that they didn't just need career advice. They needed personal growth, uh, because I know that that was the journey that I needed. There were some some barriers, some mindset shifts, some uh, things within myself that needed to 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 be healed to come forth so that I recognize that what I brought to the workplace or what I brought to my relationships or in any capacity that I brought value. And I think that um, just focusing on the career set was good, but I think we as women have to recognize how much value we bring in every area of our lives. And so it has kind of grown from in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So more of a, a holistic approach, I guess, in terms of yes. not just business, but personal life as well. And and once the barriers start coming down in one area, then it just up levels everything else. So yeah, it makes sense how it's all interconnected. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your business? I think the there are a couple. One is that um, in starting the business, I still juggle both doing doing working in the workplace and the in the world of work, but also doing this business. And so, really, just managing both uh, in terms of the time being spent and making sure that I'm giving enough time to the business to really allow it to grow and flourish. And so, I think that that is one thing that I've really had to work on. And I think the other thing is uh, just as we were 
speaking of a few minutes ago is that those limiting mindsets and those limiting beliefs are things that I had to push through myself to be able to say, hey, I have something to offer here and that I'm not limited by how other people or what other people think of me, That, but that there's greater value uh, than what I even recognize. And so when I uh, came to that realization, it really helped propel me to the the point of really breaking through and 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 staying the course and just keeping going um, mm-hmm. with reaching out and helping other women. Right. Yeah, that can be significant. Just those little voices, right? <laughs> they, yes. They start getting really loud at certain moments when it's time to lean into a launch or creating a new program or you know, all those different things that go into building a business. It's just one of those things that, you know, there we, there we are, you know, face to face with some things that weren't necessarily loud when we're in more of a comfortable proven area, such as your career. But then when you step out of that, what I call your hula hoop, you know, into some uncharted territory, that's when, woo, you know, things started getting a little, uh, a little shaky, but uh, what I'm hearing you say is you just owned your value. And and so can you maybe share a little technique that you use? Because this is so powerful and such a stumbling block for so many entrepreneurs to really lean into what they truly are experts at. But in those moments, they become detached or almost estranged from those qualities that we we do really own. Can you share maybe a technique to support that? I think one of the most important things we can do is in some way do a self inventory. So, you know, there are self inventories that you can find, you know, if you Google or whatever, but even just um, taking some real poignant questions and asking yourself those questions and writing down, who am I? What do I have to offer? Who can, who can, um, value, who can get value from what I have to offer. Even asking friends, like, what do you think of me? Like, what do you think is important that I could offer to somebody else so that you really recognize that there's more inside of you than you ever really saw? But we don't dig into that sometimes because we are set in our career. We're set in a comfortable place because Self-awareness can become a very uncomfortable place because it requires you to dig deep, not only to see the things that you are able to um, bring to the table, the expertise that you have, but also the areas where you need to heal and where you need to grow. And so for me, it's just always keeping that self-inventory, that self-awareness before me and recognizing and, and making that connection between where am I emotionally? What am I thinking about? Where is this coming from? Really asking myself those curious questions. And so that's what I think is really the key is asking yourself the curious questions and not just asking other people questions. But what what is it about me? What, what am I curious about as it relates to myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I love that because it's it's those those kind of rogue thoughts that aren't really founded on anything that end up stealing the momentum, right? And they're not really founded on anything. And so what I hear you saying is to just stop and ask those direct questions of yourself. Okay, what value do I bring? What do I have? What have I gained? 
how can I make a difference? And just have that interview. Reconnect. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. that's right. That's right. You know, I'm not just some fly by night. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's so uh, sometimes those stealth thoughts really get in there and rattle things up, you know, and, and take away the confidence. So yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And you know, Dr. Michelle, you're obviously an expert at helping professional women really move through any inner barriers that they have so that they can lead boldly and achieve their greatest potential. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a might feel like a very different skill set. Now, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? It is a challenging skill set that I don't <laughs> think that I <laughs> that I'm very good at because of my background and who I am. I'm somebody that is a giver. And so it's difficult for me to ask for payment for the service that I offer uh, uh-huh. because I know it's very valuable. Um, but my heart is to serve and to just give. But it is a business. And so I need to mm-hmm. get past that. <laughs> right. It is a business. This is not a charity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you deserve, right? You deserve to be paid well because of this empowering work that you're doing. You're, you're changing lives. You're supporting women to step into a whole facet of their life that they wouldn't otherwise be able to. So, well, I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. I'd love that. Yeah. So, so this is what's interesting. I mean, we could take this, I could take this answer multiple different directions, but the thing that's bubbling up for me right now, and we haven't done any conversation leading up to this. So I don't know all of the things that you offer specifically and this and that we haven't done a deep dive here, but what's surfacing for me right now is an interesting component to ensure that you're you're including in any conversations with with potential clients and that is when you're talking with them about the challenges that they're enduring or where they're feeling stuck and what what does that look like and and how is that impacting other areas of their life and and then I'm guessing you shift into, well, what would you like? What is your ideal version? What would excite you? And, and you're painting that picture, helping them. You're discovering really what's in their mind for what they would truly rather be living and being, doing and having, that kind of thing. So the key is to support them, your potential client in that moment to take ownership of the value. What is that worth? What is staying stuck, whatever that looks like, costing? And what is it worth to you to be able to live fully in your career, to achieve your goals there, to create those happy, healthy relationships, to create peace of mind, and and really you know, we're not going to get nitty gritty. Of course I can do that, but this is not the focus of the show, (laughs) Uh, but to take ownership, to have them tap into, you know, ask them, what is that worth? What would that be worth to you? 
have them own the value way before you're even into that aspect of your conversation where you're sharing the level of investment to receive your support. Because money is all relative, right? The cost of something is all relative. I could pay 10 cents for a carrot and I can pay a dollar for a carrot. Is They're both the same carrots. It depends on where I go to get the carrot. You know, and in one instance, oh my gosh, that's a lot, but we're talking 90 cents more, right? right. It's all relative. A dollar can sound like a lot in one instance. A thousand dollars can sound like very little in another instance. You know, what's with that? Oh, well, you're going to Tahiti. Oh my God, you're only spending a thousand dollars. Then that's really inexpensive. But if I were to spend a thousand dollars in the grocery store, oh my goodness, you must have bought the whole store. And so money is all relative. And so when you uh, support your potential client to own the value of what their life could be like, then when you are, you know, bringing up the opportunity to, um, to fully commit to themselves through you, then that level of investment seems very realistic. Does this land for you at all? Oh my gosh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, great, great. Well, I would love to hear how this uh, rolls for you in in a actual real life conversation. So be sure to let me know. I'm I'm always curious to, to see how yes. this lands. So, but I had a feeling that that might really uh, resonate for you, considering you know the value. You're speaking value. <laughs> that was one of the yes. things we're always talking uh, through our conversation here is owning the value uh, and supporting the woman to own their values. So I thought that might might land for you. And, and interesting, you know, I, I just was thinking about um, you jumped into this work kind of on the heels of the pandemic or the pandemic was still underway. Obviously, that was a big catalyst and not just for you, but for so many women. Uh, professional women, career women, women who were full-time parents. I mean, the, the pandemic was just simply a huge catalyst for waking up, asking those powerful questions and bringing an awareness to current reality and, and choice. So I'm curious, could you maybe share a little bit uh, about the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do? Absolutely. I think what you just said is very true that because of really the kind of the shutdown and, and people being at home, kids being at home and everybody in a sense being isolated, I think it gave way for women to really realize and think about what am I doing and is what I'm doing something that is bringing me joy uh, or am I just going through the motions? I think that a lot of thought went into where am I and and the even the thought of, you know, what if I don't get tomorrow? Because there was so much loss right. as it related to the pandemic. And so I oh, think goodness. there were just yeah. a lot of different ways that we all had to think about what we were doing as we as the pandemic came and we came um, and are still coming out of it. And so I think it was just reflective time that now 
I think has opened women up to say, hey, there is more for me. I'm recognizing there's more for me and I want that more that's out there mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of figured that that was what you were perceiving and probably created a lot of need for the work that you do. So Dr. Michelle, I'm curious here, if you could just be you know, more specific, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat. How do you work with those professional women who want to finally own their greatness and achieve their big, exciting life and professional goals. Can you share just some specifics about your philosophy or your approach? Absolutely. So I have, I do a, I do a 90 day coaching program and um, it's kind it's, it's segmented into three major pieces. One is identification. And that piece is where we dig into what are my limiting beliefs? What fears do I have? Um, Who am I? What do I have to offer? Right. And so just identifying where we've gotten caught in this in the self-doubt and the limiting beliefs and the things that have held us back and not recognizing our value. So we do that identification piece and then we move into clarifying. So the clarifying is where we really dig in and mine for those values. What's important to me and what not only values do I have, but what strengths do I bring? What do I bring to the table? And actually doing some assessing of our strengths, of their strengths, so that they recognize, um, even if it's not been very um, present for them, Mm -hmm. um, that they recognize, hey, this is who I am. And so we do that clarifying. And in that clarification piece, we also have them develop their life mission statement, What is it that they want to do? How do they want to serve? And then after they've identified and clarified, then we work on the plan. We work on the life plan and each piece leads up to every part that they're going to work on in this life plan. So they're going to do a vision. They're going to work on their self-awareness. They're going to work on goal setting and achieving their goals so that they have an actual plan that they walk away with that can transform them, transform their life from where they are right now to where they wanna be. And so we go through that 90 day journey together um, and they walk away with that plan that now they can actually put some feet to what it is that they're passionate about doing and recognize that they um, offer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so much clarity comes out of that time with you and just your process. It's just, it sounds like it's completely centered on your specific person that you're working with individually. It doesn't sound yes. like some approach that, okay, this is, this is the conveyor belt. It sounds very personalized where it's you're really personal. identifying for them, their own experience their own limiting beliefs, their own hurdles and obstacles, as well as what they are really wanting to achieve and putting together that game plan that's that's based on what you've discovered. And obviously some some techniques, very practical and applicable techniques that that you have created and and Mm -hmm. validated. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Well, how can uh, listeners learn more about this great work that you're doing? Well, the best website, social. 
I do. I do. I have um, a website. It's www.drmichellelifecoach.com. So it's all one word. And Michelle is with one L. If they put two L's in there, they won't be able to find me. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. it's, it's D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-E Life Coach. So drmichellelifecoach.com. That's my website. Okay. Uh, but I also, um, to, to be able to connect with them via email, would like to offer them the opportunity to grab a free gift from me. And it is called Confidence Reset, Five Ways to Reset Your Confidence. Hmm. Um, and so they just need to go to www.drmichellefreegift.com and they can grab that. So, all right. I'll be sure to include the the link in the show notes. So just so uh, listeners just go to the show notes and you'll be able to access that uh, tremendous resource. It sounds like that you've created, Dr. Michelle, five ways Thanks. to reset your confidence. Confidence. Yep. Wow. That sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. All right. Terrific. Well, Dr. Michelle, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation. Uh, but if I could tap on you one last time, um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, well, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's <laughs> maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? And obviously, I have a feeling this is exactly, <laughs> you could probably talk for another two hours on this, but <laughs> yes, yes. One or two additional golden nuggets would be great. Um, the first thing I would say is get your tribe, get the people who support your vision and support what you're doing, because when you get down on yourself and you want to quit, those are the people that will help you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been a critical, critical piece for me. The other part is know that you are always on the wheel. So we're always growing. Mm. And so even though I offer the service, this service to assist other women, I'm still growing too. And so I embrace that. And I think that we all have to embrace that. We Mm. always have room to grow. And if we will embrace that, that we will find that we come out better each and every day on the other side of what might have been a hard situation. And so I've seen that over the time that I've been doing my business. There have been some hard situations, but I've seen growth through it and and have come out on the other side of those situations. And I just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think about the powerful questions that you suggested asking um, that serves in that moment as well. Just checking in, what is the value that I'm bringing here? You know, because in those dark moments, those kinds of things start evaporating from our thoughts as well. So yeah, get your tribe. That's super important because surrounding yourself with the people that have maybe taken a few steps ahead of you, but they understand where you're at, uh, are very powerful to have, uh, within your circle. And then, just always know that you're evolving and you're growing and achieving and just embracing the fact that it's okay to not have it all figured out quite yet. So yeah, mm, absolutely. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing both of those powerful nuggets of wisdom. Really I definitely appreciate that. And uh, you know, Dr. Michelle, it's just been so great hearing about your journey 
from your career that you were doing very well in. And obviously there was no problem necessarily. You weren't necessarily forced to find your golden parachute. It just realized that there was something more, something more within you that you wanted to be making a bigger impact, something more for you. And you honored that and realized that, you know, there are a lot of other women who are in the same situation and knowing that based on your natural abilities and your life skills and the education and training and everything that had brought you to that moment, that you could make a difference for a lot of people. And so stepping out, having the courage to start your own business and create this impactful work that you're now doing as the founder and CEO of Courageous Voice Academy, where you're helping those professional women to rediscover purpose and passion, realign with their values and strengths, and reset to move from where they are to where they want to be with confidence. So I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much, Wendy. It has truly been my pleasure, and thank you for that coaching on selling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, again, for all our listeners, you can reach Dr. Michelle R. Wells through her website, and that is drmichellelifecoach.com. And be sure to look in the show notes for that link to uh, access her, the free gift that she's created, Five Ways to Reset Your Confidence. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Dr. Michelle R. Wells. And as always, here's to your success.